That's Maddie. We, um, um, I'm I'm recording from Ithaca, New York. Where are you, Chloe? I, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we also Where's have Chloe Radcliffe. Radcliffe. She's here. Hey, Chloe. Hello. Chloe Radcliffe. You know her. If you don't know her, now you know her. Give it up for Chloe Radcliffe. Clubs and colleges all over the Woo. country. Woo! Um, uh, Chloe? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Okay, we're good. Maddie's in Queens at her kitchen table. Yep, moving to the bedroom where the Wi-Fi's better. Hell yeah! You know what? I'm in my life is still good. Haunted house. See this haunted cabinet behind me? That's scary as hell. No, I think that's so pretty. Nope, it's really just there's cups in it that's never been used. This house is haunted, um, as 100%. There's a loud noise inside the walls that is a creature that is way too big to be any rodent. Uh, One time I heard a banging in a closet, opened it up. There's a black and white picture hanging of a little boy in 1901. Cool. Uh, So, Michael Rowland is here with me, not on the podcast, but in Ithaca, and he has to lock every single door before bed. It's very funny. Are you guys sharing a, a bed? No, fuck, gross. He's on the <laughs> couch. Um, Wait, no, so I what don't doors know what does he lock? There's so many doors to lock. He locks all of them, like four. Uh, there's a graveyard also across the street where many of my dead relatives are buried. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Including? My grandfather, my grandmother, yeah. my great-grandfather and great-grandmother. Nice. Wow, you're like Ithaca royalty. That's true. We are... She literally is. When Jordan goes to Ithaca, people bring out the red. Well, I don't know if it's a red carpet. It's a carpet. It's a. It's a <laughs> oriental. Nope. It's a. Oh. <laughs> um. It is a uh, turf. It's astroturf that unrolls, or it's a moss, a mossy knoll. Right. Yeah. Are we, are we talking about carpets or my pubes? What's We're going on here? About my fucking pussy, bitch. We're talking pussy, bitch. <laughs> That's why we can't use the word oriental. That's right. right. Okay, Chloe, um, Chloe wrote yeah, so, for The Tonight Show. Chloe's an incredible comic. Chloe is all over the goddamn city. She has a TikTok that is like none other. She has a boyfriend who's a human version of a lizard. Uh, what am I missing, Chloe? She's my friend. Uh, yeah, I think this is, I think you covered most of what's in my bio. Okay. I, uh, anytime yeah. I get brought up on a comedy show, I do ask for them to include uh, TikTok like none <laughs> other and uh, boyfriend like a lizard. Some. How do, you, how do you want me to introduce you? Oh, just say she's dating a lizard. Somebody on the show that I just did was like, this girl, she's putting on reels on Instagram now. And I was like, I will. And you, dude. I yeah. will dox you and your whole family. What is it with dudes not knowing how to... It, it's not funny to do that, first of all. It's not- Second of all, like... The, the, the real... The, like, she recently started a TikTok account. Fuck. Uh, like, 
Oh they, my they God. say like this. They're like, she posted on Instagram today, her thirst trap. Like, stop. That's not funny to them or me. It just comes into their mind and it's just like embarrassing. They, he did one for Michael too that was similar. That was like, this guy lives with the girl who's just up here or something like that. Dude. Like, Dude, let, let us talk about our interpersonal so aspects of our life. Totally. Do you think they're trying to be funny or do you think yes. it is like a genuine uh, lack of awareness? Like a genuine, like, I think it's traveling a spontaneous, for... like, they just don't know what they're doing and they panic and say the first they thing. They panic and they, they think they, they kind of go to funny and then they backtrack a little bit and then it just comes out like she posted a video of her pooping. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Totally. Back. I don't know why every guy host fucks up in some way. And then he's like, well, I made it awkward for her. Yeah, you did, totally. bitch. Nothing and like following does... an awful intro. I know. I agree. Every female host is like, this next comic's awesome. Give it up for blah, blah, blah. Every guy is like, oh, well, now I'm being weird. Anyway, fuck off. You're not quirky. You're not Michael Sarah. You're a grown man. Yeah, usually, it's also it's like if you're going to bring somebody up and fuck up, just say Jordan Jensen. Just say my first and last name. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Just bring me up. Don't bring me up as I, this woman, this next woman as a pussy. Right. No. <laughs> I think they fuck up on purpose because they want, they subconsciously want you to come up to awkwardness and they, they're they not comfortable with a woman doing comedy. So they want to be the center of attention. They're trying to sabotage. Yes. And they're like, oh, I'm the awkward guy. Laugh at me, not her. I think Shut it's up. panic. I think it's panic. But I'm also a accidental misogynist and men's rights activist on accident. So you can't trust anything I say. I'm the what opposite of a men's rights activist. If they mess yeah, up, and you are opposites. I give so much credit to men because my mom is a man and my dad is a man. And so I just am always like, women are weak, men have it figured out, and I should imitate a man in order to be successful, right. which is so ridiculous. So. But at least I know my follies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think whether I'm a... I feel like I... I uh, I'm trying to decide whether I'm an accidental misogynist. You or... are an accidental misogynist. Am I, am I so? the same? Yeah, no, I'll trust Jordan on this one. <laughs> you are, yeah. Maddie, Maddie has like a visceral reaction to men. Like if a man walks into the room, Maddie's visceral. like... Visceral. Yeah. My boyfriend, you know, takes his clothes... No, everyone but him. But if a guy comes, yeah, comes into my space, no. Yeah, no. I'm the opposite. Wait, as in, if a guy comes into your space, or as in, if a woman comes into your space. If Ugh. a woman comes into my space, I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? There's only room for one of us. Which I don't yeah. want to be like that. I was just raised like that. Right. Yeah. I feel like I was also raised like that, but I kind of unlearned it over the past few years. Um. I think in college, I grew very, like, anti-man. Yeah. <laughs> was so original in college to do that. <laughs> but in high school, I was very, like, other girls? No, bitch. Yeah, I think, I'm, I think my tendency is to be, like, like I, I, I found a niche for myself in high school and college as, like, I, I'm not like other girls. Right. Totally. Girl? I there's think a, that there's a difference between the fucking, you know, proud boy girl that's basically like, yeah. I like to play football and like the calm, you know, I just, women are just like dramatic and that's how it is. I think that there, there is that, which I, you know, I get and I've gone through that. But I think there's also like, there's a little bit of like a, um, okay, men, men are like a, a little bit simpler than women. So it's easier to expedite past the like, 
niceties and the defense mechanisms and just get right into the like juice of it because they're more they operate more like dogs where they're like what are we talking about you know what are we doing so I think I I, I, many of my friends are women and they're not like but they've always been like hey you're kind of a latent misogynist yeah, I don't think either of us, like, doesn't have, I, you know, the, the big flag is, like, do you not have female friends? Yeah. Yes, and totally. I, and I have always, the thing that has kept me from being like, oh, no, I don't think I'm, I think I'm not like that, is that I do have a lot of female friends. Yeah. If there's a, if I can think of a few gals who I know who have, like, all guy friends, I'm like, oh, how do you, and the, the guys are like, oh, there's the girl who keeps coming around, you know? Yeah. I just feel yeah, like I, I think give I, more the benefit of the doubt to men than women, which I don't want to do. I think I uh, don't give enough benefit of the doubt to many people, mm-hmm. men and women. And I think it just like winds up. I think I, I just, uh, particularly in like comedy social settings, I just leave a situation, I think earlier than I should, earlier than it is like beneficial for me to. Yeah. And uh, it oftentimes. I feel like I do it pretty evenly with men and women. Yeah. But when, when we are in an industry where there's not very many women, I think it yeah. can like really stand out if I'm not chill with some of them. Yeah. I expect just... that if I talk to women, it's going to be like, if, if I'm talking to you, it's going to be like, I'm on my period right now and these are all of my six issues. And if we don't immediately get to the bottom of everything, we're not going to be friends forever. You know what I mean? So when I meet a woman who's like a little bit like, oh, we're just colleagues i'm like all right bitch you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah. your threshold is high for what needs to happen in a friendship exactly yeah you guys yeah i didn't sleep for four days i chloe already saw Mm -hmm. but i got a tattoo and it's just of a sleepy woman because i was so well it's more than a sleepy woman oh my gosh it's scabbing right now but do you see that I mean, it's a sleepy woman smoking a cigarette. Like, what was I thinking? She's, Maddie, it's not that she's sleepy. It is that she is crying cobwebs. She (laughs) is? Oh, let me see. I can't really see. It's like... Oh, my God. Now you always have to shave your armpits if you're going to show people. I don't don't grow armpit hair. That's that's amazing. Isn't that crazy? You you guys are like other girls for hair. Um, you got that a few days ago? Yeah. I, re- I wasn't even, it was like a manic episode. I hadn't slept in so long and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get a tattoo. I had like been listening to so much heavy metal and I was just like, I don't give a damn. And I did it, yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily, re- uh, yeah, I fully regret Jor- it. Jordan showed me, Jor- what, the day after, I think? And I, you like took off your sweatshirt and showed me your arm. And I just like, I think because I am, my instinct is to be a supportive friend, immediately was clapping and I was like, yeah, that's great. And then Jordan was like, do you think it's great? And I was like, well, in truth, I haven't fully seen it. That was uh, good of you. That's the, should people, be people's responses to tattoos. Yeah. What, the claps, the support? Yeah, I, because it's permanent. Like I It's have because that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. What the, like, how, how totally. am I going to react? You, yeah, you got you this. You can't say anything other than no. it's great. It's no. on there. And I, but then we looked at it and then I, then I was like, uh-oh. yeah, I can't, I can't say, oh, what? No, I was oh, saying, oh. you were saying, uh oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I looked at it and I just, I think what I said was like, I can't say that a pretty goth face in a moon smoking a cigarette crying cobwebs is my style. <laughs> None but, of these are my, all of these are dumb as hell. I just think it all works as a, at like, in I think, concert. So too. I think, I so think too. all of the things you have in your arm work. 
Yeah, wow. you need context for it. I yeah. did make the mistake once of uh, a friend of uh, ours, a friend who all three of us know, uh, got a hand tattoo, and it is a bird, but it really looks like a fish. And I spent oh. the first time I saw it, I was like, I um, like it looks like it like could be a flying fish or could be a yeah. very stylized bird. And the first time I saw it, I was like, is that a fish or a bird? Is it a fish or a bird? I can't tell. I think it's a and and I would like convince myself in either way, and I didn't say anything about it because I was like, don't. Fuck this one up. Don't step in this. And uh, then the next time we were hanging out, I just flat out called it a fish. And she was like, oh, no. And it's on her First of all, anyone who's getting a bird tattoo doesn't have any. It's a very very pretty bird. I have a fish tattoo, so let's be careful here. It's a very pretty fish. Um, My fish looks like a big old dick. My fish looks like a big fucking penis. I got it when I was fucking 16 with my dad and we both got it and it's so bad and my whole life I've been like at least he has it because this thing sucks and then he died and now I'm the only now he's dead now he doesn't have the tattoo yeah (sighs) um so Chloe do you have a tattoo just a birthmark yeah that's not no I don't have um (laughs) I don't have any tattoos I don't have any piercings I don't even have my ears pierced nice I support that I don't have any tattoos I don't have anything meaningful to me and Jordan and I have talked about how tattoos look absolutely horrendous on moon white skin. <laughs> it is a, it is a oh, look it's that belongs in. It's like trailer trash, it, in my opinion. It grosses me out. Wait, Wait Jordan, do, you, do you think of yourself as not moon white skin? Hey, chill out, okay? Me? I think me compared to Jordan is... I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Jordan has a little bit of all of us. I know what I look like right now, and it's winter, and I haven't slept in six weeks. And that's why I'm white like this. It's also dusk or whatever. I'm a very tan person in the summer. Shut the fuck up, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm seeing the same screen you are, okay? All of the the excuses uh, as to why you look uh, pale... are valid, but still uh, leave me at you do look pale. I'm so pale right now. Yeah, I'm also especially good. compared to Chloe's square. Chloe's square is very warm. Jordan, where you are, looks like it's a cold. Yeah, Jordan room. looks very cool. Yes, it's it's a. Uh, it, it I am unwell in my physiology, mm-hmm. and it's also the sun is setting outside. It yeah. I'm in upstate northern New York. It is snowing slightly. It is a blue hue. It's snowing. Yeah. It's oh, really nice here. It's really great. Hmm. Um, any other, what else has happened? What else are we dealing with? Clothes are shutting down. Shows are closing down. I have a few. Holly, do you have a quarantine routine? Uh, uh, yeah. Core uh, routine? while scrolling Twitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. I it's hate not great. Twitter. Yeah, I also Twitter hate sucks it. ass. People are so snarky there. People are so fucking mean. In my opinion. It's also just like, it's a job. Like, if you are good on Twitter, that is your job. And that is not the job that I want. But boy, oh boy, is it a job I feel like I'm supposed to have. Uh, Totally. Um, There's some people... Twitter is stressing you out lately. You watch people grow on Twitter and... What'd you say? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. When you watch people grow on Twitter, you're like, oh my God, you're getting annoying. And then they got to where they are because they were annoying. Like, because they tweeted six times a day and i'm like i don't think i have what it takes for the twitter realm yeah what i don't know the the thing that frustrates me is that 
so many times people, I think this is particularly true of Twitter, but I think it is maybe true of all social media, but particularly true yeah. of Twitter. The people who are big on Twitter are often very socially maladapted in real life. And I'm like, how are we just, yeah. how are we excusing? It's whack as fuck. Yeah, really whack person. Even but, like Instagram's a little better because, you know, you got to, and TikTok's a little better. You got to put your face in front of the camera. But the Twitter fiends creep me out because they're text, they're text slayers. It's like, let me hurt you with my words. And it's I think like, the other thing that makes me feel bad is that I feel like I should be a text slayer. I'm like, right. I'm good at words. Why aren't I good at Twitter? I know. I feel you do seem like to be good at Twitter. I will say. I know. I should be good at Twitter. It's weird. It's different though than like late night writing. You have to like do like all lowercase um, lingo and be cool with the kids. I don't know. It's a very millennial cool app. Mostly, it just seems like you don't have to. Yeah. What do you mean? I, you know, like somebody like Josh Gondelman, who's great at Twitter. Yeah you know, tweets how he talks, doesn't tweet in yeah. like, you know, right. uh, bikers be like, whatever the fuck, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he just talks how he talks. I feel like I should just be able to talk how I talk. Ugh, whatever. Yeah. I've tried it too. I don't know. I just don't think that how I talk comes out funny and how I write. I agree. Words. With myself. <laughs> I agree with you. You're, you're like, uh, you said, <laughs> but it is very true. You're like, oh, no problem. Yeah. I'm, uh, this sounds, I'm sorry. Are you both on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, you're both. Yeah, you are on Twitter. both. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know if you guys are stressed because you're like, I'm not on it, but I should, I'm not on it. So I'm, I, you know, I, don't I think know. what's worse is being on it and not having, I have under 10,000 followers, which is like when, then you see like a lowly comedian has more than that. And you're like, okay, bitch, whatever. <laughs> comedian can be really good at Twitter. I don't know. I, maybe They're I, different skills. They're different skills, but it's just what's frustrating about it is feeling like what the skill that I have, I, Maddie, I think this probably applies to you, but I, I'll just speak for myself here, feeling like the skill that I have worked on for a long time yeah. is suddenly now not the skill that is rewarded or that is even visible. And part of that is pandemic driven, but that like the skill that is visible is the one that I for years consciously was like, I don't have to do that. I hate totally. it, so I'm not going to try. Yeah. And I look back and I'm like, oh, wish I would have tried just at all Literally. ever. Just at all ever. The totally. whole, before the pandemic, I was always like, I'm good on stage. I don't need the internet. I don't need yeah. digital stuff. The minute the yeah. quarantine hit, I was like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. And it's so hard because now we're, we have no content because it's all quarantine stuff. Yeah. So there's not no inspo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I just think there are enough platforms that you should just do the one that that feels. I I agree with that. I I do agree with that. Yeah. I I still think that it, there's a degree of like it's a day job. You know, like it needs to be your job. And I am very bad at making that. Maddie, you asked if I had a quarantine routine. I just yeah. um. You say you're bad. I, but you're good at it. Good at what? You're great at TikTok and Instagram. You're good at these two things. I don't feel good at Instagram, and I only feel good at TikTok because I was posting my on stage content like I was just posting old stuff I'm, I'm not like recording new jokes front facing to and posting them that's what I should be doing I should do that more boy oh boy I think TikTok's like the easiest app because if yeah. something bombs you can just like throw it on private or yeah. just like leave it because no one gives a fuck it doesn't no one gives like a fuck. Yeah. Instagram is a little humiliating because it's like people you know yes. but TikTok is like 
if it goes out, even your followers won't even see it because yes. they're just on their little pages. Yes. Yes. Rarely, rarely are they like visiting your profile and being like, what's up with Chloe? And if they are, then fine. They can watch the low yeah. ones and who cares? Yeah. Totally. No, I, I also think that TikTok is the, is the like lowest stakes. And I, what, one thing that I've wondered about is, is TikTok the lowest stakes? Do, does the generation below us also feel like that? Or is TikTok just the lowest stakes for us because we grew up without it and so don't care about it like we we were sort of initially dismissive of it and now that we're like starting to do it like that was part of what made tiktok doable for me was putting very low stakes on it was being like yeah it doesn't fucking like worse comes to worse nothing happens and i haven't lost anything i'm not in a different place whereas like if all of our friends were on tiktok in the way that all of our friends are on instagram or twitter maybe the stakes would be much high would feel much higher and would be much different you know you know what i'm saying I think they would be, and I think um, younger I people. I myself if everybody seriously. went over to TikTok. I think I'm they just, will, but having a leg up will help. Well, when they come over, you'll be like, "For me, you're not going, Jordan Jensen. Look at you're not looking at my shit. I'm not looking at your shit. I'm looking at some weird little Native American guy who dances around to hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. such a crazy, rapid uh, stimulus that it's like. It's like our Instagrams are compiled of direct fans and each other yeah. as colleagues, which is such a small, but on TikTok, it's like every single 40 year old has a TikTok and it doesn't, it doesn't really fill you with your follow. I don't know. I'm not following. Yes. I just, I'm just saying, I think we are lucky that TikTok happens to be lower stakes for us. Yeah. yeah. Particularly if it is, if that is the direction that everything is going in that case, like then my hope is to maintain that lower stakes attitude toward TikTok. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. It is interesting to think about it. I wonder what will happen to, I wonder if Instagram will survive it. The Reels thing really did the right thing, in my opinion. Okay. Well, okay. I have two thoughts. One, um, I think that just like generally it's starting to feel like Instagram, like people are sort of moving away from Instagram. Yeah. Um, but I think the same thing happened with Twitter a couple of years ago and then people kind of migrated right back to it. You know, I feel like yeah, there was a couple of years ago, there was like a, a wave of people being like, fuck Twitter. I'm over Twitter. I don't want to be on there anymore. And, and like Twitter's, you know, Twitter's just an echo chamber and it's just stressful. And people, people were like kind of publicly talking about that. And it felt okay to be like, yeah, fuck Twitter. And now it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel okay to be fun. I mean, it feels okay to say like Twitter's a sludge heap. Um, Twitter to me is the best. It's the highest brow. I have not elevated to that point yet. Instagram Mm. is next. TikTok is dog shit that you just use to throw shit at a wall and see what you can put onto those other ones. Right. But I, I Instagram will now survive because it's, yeah. Because of Reels. So to me, the confusing thing about Reels is that it is now a third, or not Reels specifically, but Instagram now has three video outlets. Instagram has your main feed videos that are a minute or less. Yeah. Then if it is a main feed video that's over a minute, it's officially categorized as IGTV. Now it has Reels, which are 30 seconds and can be in your feed or can't be. And that, like... To me, the the fact that they have three categorizations for videos is batshit. Yeah. I don't know, though. You fun. did just synthesize all three of them pretty quickly. Oops. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, that's it. But it's, but it's like, on Twitter, you just post a video. And if it's 30 seconds or if it's two and a half minutes, whatever. Yeah. And on Facebook, you just post a video and Facebook RIP. But, like, and, and on TikTok, it's a minute, that's it. There's just, like, I, clearly people are getting it. Clearly it's not, like, it's not a mystery, but I just think that the, the like, user interface is not... Yeah, so, IGTV needs to go. What the fuck? Yeah, IGTV is. I think they'll wet. just move it out. They just started with it. Or just allow longer videos. Like, why That's, do you have to click make it IGTV or make it a preview? Like, what are you doing? Allow yeah. longer videos and then keep the real thing. I don't give a fuck about that. But the IGTV verse, because then everyone's like, oh, I'll keep it under a minute so it doesn't turn. And then there's just minute content when you could actually be sharing longer stuff, but they make you do the weirdo IGTV thing that changes the format. And it's annoying because there's already a million formats to make your videos into for the for the apps. I think we're going to have one of those waves of like, remember back in the day when the, I'm not trying to sound like an old person who's like, they're going to bring back old muskets. But like, remember when it would be like, you know, just a link that you'd click to? I think there's going to be like a retro insurgence of like, this is my MySpace page and these are the different links that you can go to to see different yeah. things. I think that would be sick. Like you click reels and it shows you all my reels and then you click click like you know youtube and it goes to every youtube i think it's going to be like i have a page you think there's going to be one page sure 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 and some people i mean like that kind of exists with like linktree or whatever yeah. but linktree isn't a yeah it's not a get popular. Yeah. i mean i don't actually think this but that would be cool that would we'll be cool see. i also am uh hopeful <laughs> that um that that there's that the like generation below this current one rejects social media that there's like kind of a backlash i think there's going to be like you know how like the food movement like food inc exploded everyone like oh my god we need to regulate processed food we need to stop eating sugar and people became more aware of the, their diets only within like the last 10 years yeah i think that's going to happen with apps and people will self-regulate more and then there will be more regulation on the apps they wow, I do not this. think that. I mean, I that would be wonderful, but... I think there's going to be a resistance against... I think that your day job is going to be social media and then whatever the fuck. I think that for everything is going to get moved into phone and screens from 9 to 5, and then it's going to be like people popping pills and doing VR and fucking... And <laughs> I, I think it's going to be like we're going to join the Matrix. Totally. I thought maybe it has has to get worse before it gets better. I think ultimately yeah. there's going to be like regulation on it because it's so fucked up. Do you think, I think the government will regulate it? Maybe, maybe or, there'll be like a new administration that's like similar to the FDA, but it's like the tech tech oversight, and they say, okay, you have to limit screen time on phones and shit like that. Yeah, because it'll take until there are decades of research on what. Yeah this kind of screen time is doing. They're not, totally. they haven't even regulated that with, they have, with, sugar is basically fentanyl for your body. I mean, they, they haven't even regulated that. I think that it's going to, I think it's going to be, your waking life is going to be half spent in a, using your eyes only. And your body is going to be something that you basically feed with like vitamin you know but the vitamin culture i think is going to blow up and it's just going to be like the fitbit will be something that's like this is the iron you're deficient of and you just like give your body the things and your fucking brain i think it's gonna be like wally dude i think it's gonna yeah, be like that's what i was yeah no, that's but really i do that. think that we will be fit i think that I, the, the problem with wally to me is i don't think anybody's gonna get really fat 
because when you're in the screenings, you're not eating. And then you would go to your fucking gym where you have X amount of time. to. I think it'll be more like the black mirror thing. Um, and I, I, yeah. I mean, people are already, VR is getting super popular. Yeah. Am I a boomer? Not you're, just, yet. you're a hippie. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that there will be, I mean, The Matrix is my favorite film, and I think it is reality and what will occur in the world. And I will say, I think that there will be an underworld of people, of artists, who will be a little bit more on the outside of it. I already have friends yeah. who speak in TikTok lingo. I have friends who are so plugged into it. They go to work, they get off work, they're back into the screen. But I do think that there will be an underground, you know? Yeah. I hope to be in that underground. Yeah, you will. Society's lost, but we'll be okay. God. I'm hopeful for post-pandemic when everyone wants to go to live shows again. I think there's going to be a huge boom of stand-up after the pandemic, which will be good for us. Yeah. Get our fix for like two years straight. Yeah, we we do the best art form. Ours fucking... This was like... I was talking to my friends last night. They were like, I want to see like a... Or my friend was talking about her dancer friend. She was like, she hasn't performed and da da da. And I was like, yeah, nobody wants to, nobody's going to push to see a dancer or even, and I was like, I thought music was going to like have a resurgence. Nope. Just, nope. Just good old comedy. I, old I old. think music will. Maybe, oh, no, yeah, back, but but it's gotten harder and harder over the last 10 years to be a musician. So comedy, there's no barrier to entry. It's so easy, which is why it's so awesome. Yeah, but I have friends who have gone to the bar and been like, can I play an outdoor show where I play my guitar and people watch? And people are like, no. And a comedian shows up and is like, can I do comedy? And they're like, people have, people are losing their minds and comedy has been a good, you can put the goddamn music in your ears and teleport yourself away. But there's something about live comedy that has risen to the top of necessity over the pandemic, which is everyone's like people need to laugh i'm like no people need to get the vaccine and get their jobs back but <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah. people need to laugh now more than ever no we need to save the old people but okay go off on laughing yeah totally i mean it just is i just think it's impressive that it is the one thing that prevailed but i think it's also i mean i did a show the other day that was like not okay it wasn't okay and i like was looking at the people being like can somebody just explain why you guys are okay with this like what is going on in your head and they were just like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, no, 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 really? What, why are you okay with being there? And they were just like, fucked up. They were just like, because we're fucked up and fuck it. And it's like, oh. I yeah, see. everybody's so done. Everybody's so done. I hope you yeah. guys are right. I, I have long felt like, um, in comparison to music, like comedy, comedy's always like, comedy's good. And then you yeah. listen to any live music and you're like, oh, comedy can't uh, hold a Probably. fucking candle to this. I know. Well, that's because you're a comedian. Yeah, maybe. And then, and one of my very best friends has, to be fair, he has been saying this for a long time, but he's like, I don't think stand-up is ever going to return in the way that it existed when we all started. Like, we started in the middle of a boom, and I don't think it's ever going to be back. And he is um, incredibly persuasive. And so I, so that's like... Is that the guy the big guy with the family? No. No. No, mm-hmm. this is my friend who's, he's out in L.A. He, uh, from Minneapolis, but moved out to L.A. Hmm. Um, that's, that's some boomery shit to say. Everything is good. No, but what's funny is that he is the person who he's called, he's been calling YouTube for 
a decade. He's been saying like, no, no, comedy is, he's like, eight-year-olds sit in front of YouTube for seven hours a day and watch their favorite fucking people talk to a screen. That is what it's going to be. And we, and he's saying stand-up is going to go away, not as a, like, he's saying stand-up is going to go away because the generation below us doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't interact with, like, a broad set of what, also, this is the fucking boomery thing, but, like, he is his opinion, not mine. Not mine! Um, that, that, that the generation below us curates their own screen to listen to their very select people. Yeah. And stand-up requires Openness. going and watching live entertainment yeah. and listening to a variety of, uh, yeah. you know, of people who you've never heard of. It is true. Uh, and I think well, I think maybe YouTube com. I think the network comedy is dead. I think specials are probably dead, but touring is not dead. I do not think touring is dead. People like to be abused by comedians. They're fucking addicted. But that's current people. Chloe's talking like ten plus years out. When I the- even think I even think people. I think ten plus years out, people still would like it, but I just don't know if they're going to go do it and experience it. Like I don't know if it'll have the obsession that it does now. There's people who go to the city for the cellar and it's sold out every night of the week. Okay, so we will capitalize on that until we're ugly and then we'll produce whatever these little bitches want. If they want the freaking TV show, then we'll just make that as the comedian writers. We'll be all right. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I don't know. Come on. We're in the... I'm just saying if the pandemic has proven anything, it's that we're going to be okay. I mean, I try to think mostly short term. I'm like, next year will probably be good. Year after that, yeah. I'm just hoping by the time I have a baby, I'm good with money. That's literally my only goal. Yeah. Whether or not stand up continues my whole life, I just need money to have a kid. Do you want to? You want to have a kid like pronto? Not pronto, but you know, like by 36. So talk about this. I need you guys to. I Maddie wants to have a kid. Chloe, what do you think about that? Uh, it's it. I. It's great. Not what do you think about Maddie? Do you want a kid? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't feel like a drive to have a child, but I do. I've always like I love kids. I love yeah. being around kids. I love playing with kids. Um, my like summer job from when I was thirteen and lied about my age to start working un- through college was teaching swimming lessons to yeah. two to nine year olds. I love kids. Yeah. And so I've always been like, I assume that at some point I will have a child. Um, but I, it's not, it's not even, the, the experience of like, oh, I know my body wants a kid. I hear other women talk about that experience and it's really not, it has as of yet not uh, revealed itself in me. And my mom said that that was, she was 36 when I was born. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I never felt that. I never felt the like yeah. biological urge to have a child. Um, I did so, feel it more until like maybe six months ago where really? I was like, eh, you know, the more quarantine it's eats into your life. Yeah. I mean, more I mean, you're like, quarantine just rots everything. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm going to get out of quarantine, have like four years to build my career and then turn around and take care of someone else's life. Bitch, I want to go to fucking Thailand. I'm not, and you can, everyone's like, Thailand. <laughs> you bring the kids when you travel. I'm not bringing kids when I travel, bitch. I'm not fucking. This is what that. I've been saying to you, Maddie. This is what, now you're speaking. Now you're. I know. I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. It's Who like, okay. You want to take a little bitch ass kid on the, on I the know. earnings that you've. 
you know? You know what it is? I think it's because I've been making great progress in therapy recently, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm finally coming into my own, and now I got to turn around and do – I, I want to I live my peak mental health years. Totally. And, and obviously, you don't have to turn around. Right. And but it does feel like as – once it gets – okay, it's under, t- under seven years away or under ten years away – when it gets into the single digits away from having a baby, you're like, man, damn, I only got seven years to live. <laughs> and then the kid comes. Then when, that's when you're like, do I even want one? When it was 10 plus years away, you're like, yeah, I'll have a kid. But mm. now that it's getting closer and closer, you're like, I don't know. I'm really enjoying my free time. Mm. I, I was talking to my friend about this last night and she was like, it's so interesting how like we, we as these like 30 year old women have this conversation, have the conversation and they're like, do I, do I, do I? But the second that people get pregnant, it, it like, is just like, in my experience from what I've seen of my friends and family is like, there's just the, the maybe button is completely off. And they're like, I'm so happy I did this. And you're like, have you of been right. by your physiology or are you? And my mom is like, no, I shouldn't have fucking had kids when I did. I, I right. see that. She's like, I love you, but that was a mistake that I made. I should have enjoyed my right. life and done the things I wanted to do. Right. But How now when people are getting pregnant, they're like, it's everything I dreamed it to be. And you're like, uh-oh. Totally. They got yeah. the glassed over eyes. They're like, mm-hmm. no, this is the choice I wanted. No, but, I, but I think that's real. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I guess, I don't think they're brainwashed. I think. No, they're not, but their body has to. <laughs> well, but, but I also think it's like, if you, I mean, frankly, I think that if you are a person who's like, I'm, I'm on the fence about having kids and then you get pregnant. And the decision is made for you, and that doesn't mean that you couldn't end the pregnancy, but, like, when it's like, well, here's the time, you know, the rubber has officially met the road. Yeah. Um, I just think it's, like, easier to then, to, to feel like that decision has been made for you in a way that is good and healthy and fine. I don't think it, like, I get, I, to, to me, it's like, it just means that they're doing the kind of, like, well, you jump in and then the decision is done. And so now you, yeah. now you commit to it. Have you, there's this thing where they give you this pill and it, it, I think it's an abortion, Chloe. Have you heard of these things? Because they <laughs> no, that's, are. That's what, I was just, that's what I was just saying. That like they could, you can end the pregnancy, but I'm saying. Right. Bitch, you can end your life. You could end that baby's life. There are options. Like I'm yeah. not going to kill a baby, but I just mean like, it's not like, it's not like a tattoo, right? Where it's like. I'm going to accept it because I can't cut it off. It's like, if you get pregnant. No, but what, but what I'm saying is, (laughs) what I'm saying is the people who say I'm so happy don't want to have an abortion. And the people who have an abortion are not the people who are saying I'm so happy. Yes. I agree. I feel like if I got pregnant and it made the decision for me, I am a very indecisive person. I'd still be like, am I into this? So that's why I'm... But I guess what I'm saying is I know uh, all of my friends have been... All of my friends who have gotten pregnant, save for maybe two, have been a... Have been indecisive, have been like, ah, and then it happens. And it's like, oh yeah, this is, I guess, the thing. Every single person I've watched has wound up being happy to have... To quote unquote have the decision made for them. And that means that like... They already were not using birth control. They already were not, you know, like you're already in a world where it's like, well, if it happens, yeah. it happens. You know, you, you, and 
And that doesn't mean that every single person, the, the people who have been indecisive, who I've watched, the women who have been felt indecisive, who I've then watched get pregnant and be like, yeah, I guess it's happening. It doesn't mean that every single day they've gone, wow, I sit around daydreaming about how great this kid is going to be. You know, like uh, all of them are also like, I'm scared. I don't know. What if I don't like the kid? What if I regret it? What if, you know, but like. Yeah, but, but none of, what I'm saying is none of them are like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Which exactly that Maddie's saying like I might be somebody who's like dude you know we we talk and she's like am I making a mistake by having but then those are the thing is those people don't be having abortions yes those don't yes I see what you're saying your argument is if you're having that question the majority of them have abortions and I I don't yeah probably and I'm saying it's funny how once the trimester gets to the point that you're doing it, you just rarely hear of women being like, edit, undo, edit, undo. I shouldn't have done this. You know what I mean? Sure. I think there is a physiology. Oh, my God. Um, I'm recording. Wait, hold on. Who is it? Is it Mike? Do, 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 do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, sorry. Mike just smashed into the door like a bird in a glass window because I locked it behind him. I think it does convey. We're talking about, we're talking about, shut up, stop. We're talking about having kids. Um, yeah, but what I was saying is, I think that, I think there is something that goes off in your body that makes the... Wait, yeah. what do you mean you think? Yeah, what? We know that. No, I think there's... Says. I think it's like a physiological change happens where... Yes, correct. <laughs> I don't know, Mike, while you're talking. Don't talk. Yes. Okay. I thought you were saying that doesn't happen. I thought you were saying for the people that that doesn't happen with, they just abort their children. No, I'm saying like we know that hormones get released. What? I, what are we talking about? Hormones, oh. bo bonding hormones get released. And that is so that uh, the human race continues. Oh, wow. I think Chloe's too smart for the podcast. Yeah. What's, what's going on in this we, conversation? We don't like when people have opinions. We like people who agree with everything we say <laughs> and say, yeah, I agree. Chloe's coming in with scientific journals. What's, what's going on in this conversation? What I'm saying is when a woman has a baby, she's, she's, she's you know, she kind of likes it sometimes. That's I'm saying I'm when a woman has a baby, she turns into a fucking bitch. So that's why I'll be aboarding mine. A woman has Gets I don't know what the convo is. All I know is... Worth a damn thing. The only reason I would have a baby is so I could see what it looks like, and I feel like that's not a good reason to have a baby. <laughs> you cannot have a baby see what a baby looks oh, like. Be cool to know. Hey, there it is. I want it to like, come out and then see it as it's like forming and then get rid of it. You want to have a baby because you're very in love with Andrew and you'd like to see what the compilation of you both would make. Yeah. And I do think there are apps for that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Chloe, I want to see the real, I want to hold it and then be like, okay, cool. I know. And now I can go continue my backpacking through Thailand. Asia. 
Yeah, Thailand. Wow, so this is the dream for you, Maddie. You do want to go to Asia and Thailand. You want to ride an elephant? Well, no, the minute I think the minute I think of holding a baby, I'm like, well, here's all these places I never got to go to. I'm not talking Paris. I'm talking fucking Great Wall of China. Places I'll never go to. Why would I have a baby when the whole world can be explored? See, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to go to like just basically just like Europe. I want to go to places that are just like a culture that's like mine, only just a little bit different. I don't want to yeah. go full on. I don't want to be an inner. I don't want to go. Where have you? Where have you been, Jordan? Uh, I've been everywhere. I've been in most to most places. Oh yeah. Uh, I've been everywhere in Europe. I've been. Uh, you know, besides that, like you know, Lithuania, South America. You've yeah. been to South America. Yeah, South America and Europe. I've been to a few a few times. I've and never been to South America. I built houses there. That's when I had where in South America houses in Ecuador, and then I came back and uh, I was tripping on acid, and somebody walked by me and said, "Hey, you're famous." And I spun out into a really bad acid trip. And then I, I couldn't figure out why he said that. And I was spinning out and spinning out and it, everything got really crazy. And then I got home and on my island, when I was in the peak trip, there was a giant picture of me in Ecuador holding like a hammer or something on the front page of our uh, newspaper, town newspaper. My Ecuador. In Ecuador. And in the Ecuador town newspaper. Nope. It was in Ithaca, New York. But it was a picture of me in Ecuador because somebody had... Uh, local girl helps. Oh, right. Village. This is one of your... Yeah. Got it, got it. Um, where have you been, Maddie? Barely anyway. <laughs> Buffalo, New York, baby. Where have you been, I've been in Ireland. Born little billowy pants with a camel. Oh, you did go on... I for sure... Well, yeah, I went on birthright. And so I have worn camel pants. Which uh, that was one of the... Going on birthright is a little fucked up. Is that true? People think I mean, birthright as a whole is... is it's problematic, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 for sure. But also incredibly fun. Um, Fuck. Did you hook up with anyone? No. <laughs> uh, I, uh, That's always the question. I guess I, I did... I kissed two people, very brief, both kisses were brief, and then there was a third guy who I, like, had a big, um, uh, like, crush on, and he was, mm-hmm. he was dating somebody and I was dating somebody, both, both not on the trip, and both and the whole, like... 10 or 12 days or whatever. Oh, I guess the trip is 10 days and then we extended. So the two weeks or whatever that we were there was very like, are we going to cheat on our people? And then we didn't. Chloe, um, notorious cheater. Notorious yeah, cheater. Yeah, the one time you should is on birthright. I know. Oh, believe me, I it's have regretted birthday. that decision. And he, But then he married her and I was like, it's probably good that he didn't cheat on his future yeah. wife. But dang. For the I listeners, do. Chloe talks a lot about cheating in her stand-up. You know who we should bring in here? My mom. Hey mom, she's the she's also a notorious cheater. Um, I uh, I wrote a a poem about uh, this guy Spencer, and because one one time after we were home, he he uh, maybe I shouldn't use his real name. Oh well, too late. Um, What's up, Spencer, he, you little cuck. What's up, Spencer? <laughs> he he. We were like still texting a little bit, and um, I at like one in the morning he texted me some some like inside joke, and. I, it's the only line that I remember from the poem, I don't know where it, I could find it somewhere, uh, was something about like, unless and until you break up with the accountant and come to Minnesota and fuck me on the top of the roller coaster in the Mall of America, stop texting me at night. Is that a haiku? Mm-hmm. Nice. 
Yeah, there's only three syllables in that whole sentence, actually. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maddie, have you uh, cheated? I never cheated. No, I'm so boring. I get so in my, I get so divulgent. I can't even walk up to like a stranger without being like, hey, I used to be a mall goth in middle school. I'm about nice. to get my period and I just stole something. I can't, I like fucking say shit to everybody. If I cheated on somebody, I'd come home and be like, I fucked them right. and it was good. Like, I don't, I'd, I'd have a really hard time keeping it a secret. And then like, I feel like then they find out, they'd probably find out. I'm not very good at keeping secrets in that way. Yeah, they yeah I'm very sure. good at keeping secrets. Very good, very good at secrets, very good at lying. <laughs> mm. How long have you kept like it? it? Have you told everybody you cheated on that you cheated on? No, 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 no. no. Only one oh, person wow. has found out about one thing. I, wow. Truly, as I, was, as I was talking about the birthright, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. The two people who I kissed on birthright, both of them were, like, such... I mean, they were both, like, real kisses, but they were both just so, like, sort of... It was, like, we kissed in a club. You know, like, we were, like, in Tel Aviv for a few days after, and I went to a club, and it was, like, one of the Israeli guys who we were hanging out with, and we made out, and then one of the, one of the guys on the trip, we made out in the ocean. Nice. I don't think kissing and is I, cheating. Unless but in both the tip of their dick. No, both cases count. So it for sure. I mean, the person I was dating would not be thrilled. But what's funny is that I don't... It, it Actually, uh, I'm arguing against myself here because I did not count either of those kisses as cheating in my head until literally right now. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I think of that I only cheated on that boyfriend once. But if you count those two two people I kissed... I think I'm moving in a progress. The my ex boyfriend was like, yeah, when I went to Mardi Gras, I, like made out with this girl, and and there wasn't, I would didn't even have a reaction of like, what? I was like, nice. It seems weird. You're like, oh, you made out with someone? <laughs> okay, go off, queen. Yeah, very, like you didn't do anything else. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I guess that's that was my feeling. Was like, obviously, you made out with somebody. You were on a shit ton of Molly. What else are you gonna do? I wish that out? was the. I wish that was the attitude. I would be like, that would be a great compromise. Yeah. yeah. I, I think making out is like a, a great way to get to know somebody. I mean, it's a great way to not fuck somebody. It, you make yeah. out with them and you're like, oh, that was a bad vibe. Good thing we're not going to fuck. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I am with my boyfriend. Yeah. And it's also a good way of just like getting like, okay, like, you know, scratch that itch for a little It's while. also a yeah. good way of getting super fucking wet and wanting to slide their dick inside you. Do not yeah. get me wrong. It is very yeah. tempting, but. Yeah. Yeah. The risks of making out are always can be so severe. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever, my friend right now is in a very committed relationship with a wonderful man and they don't have good kissing chemistry. I think Deal you've breaker. told me this. I don't know. Yeah. How do you Could, not? I think it depends on I think it depends on how bad it is. Do you and Jeff like, have good kissing chemistry? You and Lizard Man? I would say uh when it is in a sexual uh situation, very good. Yeah, that's and, all that really matters. And yeah. outside of that, uh I know, but I mean like I would love mo- like You would love to make out on the couch sometimes and have it be cool, yeah. Yeah. And that is not the it's like just little pecks. Well, Jeff is just somebody who's so easily cringed out. He's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's so easily like, don't be weird. Even though he, you know, is doing the weirdest shit with his face and body at all times. He is somebody right. who's like, all right. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, I guess that, that's why to me, I'm like, eh, it depends. Cause like, I'm, I'm kind of in that category. We don't really mm-hmm. make out that much unless I'm about to, you know, blow him. Maybe Which we is- should make out more. 
that's how Maddie and Andrew have sex. She just blows it and that's it. That's all that happens. It's so easy. I can't. It's, I'm wait, gonna, is, this a, is this a bit or is this real? It's a little bit, a, a little bit of both. <laughs> Little little column A, little column A. Is it, is it kind of true? Is it mostly you giving Andrew <laughs> I do give a lot of uh, BJs. You know, you got to keep them. But I, I'm not, uh, especially this past like year, I haven't completion? been very. Yeah. He loves blood. I haven't sure. sucked a dick in so goddamn long. I'm going to go ahead and say that I miss it. I'll tell you what, I, that's so crazy. Easy. I, I don't know if I'm really, I don't I really know if I'm like it or if he loves it. Go ahead. Well, no, you probably bo- probably both. I really like giving blowjobs, but um, I just mostly also I just find that when men come, then they're like, it's not. I'm not even saying like he comes and then the sex is done. I'm saying like when a man comes, he's like, well, now I can't possibly do anything except lean against this pillow and look at my. Yeah, mom. you know, well, I use so- it when I'm not feeling sexual myself. You're such a good partner. That's so sweet. Thank you. You, you blow Andrew to completion when you're not feeling sexual. When I'm not feeling sexual, you I kick the provide. shit out of whoever yeah. I'm with. Yeah. I gotta provide. I gotta get out the tits, do a little dance, get, let him come on his stomach, you know? Oh my God, you're such a sweetheart. If I'm not feeling sexual, I eat food on top of their chest or something. There's nothing. I kick them <laughs> out of my fucking vicinity and I'm like, don't come near any of my I know. skin. It's not. Me too, but it's been such a low libido for the past year that I gotta, oh. I gotta pull through, you know. Yeah, yeah. I can really force myself to want to have sex by. Well, recently that hasn't necessarily been yeah. the case. But by what? Sorry. What were you gonna say? By what? By just, I can get, I can get myself to want to have sex even when I originally don't. Yeah. The trick yeah, for yeah. me is if I feel attractive, I can fuck at any time. If mm. I'm like, if I feel disgusting, I can't do it. But when I was on SSRIs, I remember that feeling of being like, oh, buddy, the idea of it is just chaos. Yeah. I mean, sure. it's, yeah. Yeah. The only time, the time when I can't, I, I just have like not been historically good about saying, uh, actually, that's not true. I guess I said no plenty of times. But if I, I when I would say no, it was always like ahead of time, like in or out of a relationship. I was always like, "Oh yeah, you're a horny little devil." This is right. We know this. Your sex yeah. drive is pretty high. Yeah, and uh, and so I've always kind of just been like, even if it's like not in the moment, I'm like, "Nah." There just was a there was a period of like three months that was very scary, um, where I this was before I was dating Jeff, where I was dating around in New York, and actually it was while Jeff and I were like starting to date, and um, I. I was just while like you are very, cheating on Jeff, you can just say it. It's okay. Very consistently <laughs> starting to date. Uh, very, we talked about it. Very consistently, <laughs> could not get wet. Was not getting wet with anyone except Jeff. Actually, Jeff was the only person who I, wow. I was always getting wet with Jeff. Um, but could not wet get with wet with Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our new, new podcast. Podcast, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that was very. But I just, I think I was very in my head. I was just like really. I, you know, and then once you're like, come on, 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 then that's the death knell. And I think that's true for men too. Like when men are like not getting hard and they're like, uh, feel self-conscious about it. I always want to be like, buddy, it's like the answer to this should be we stop. Like, yeah, and not, not because it's not non-consensual, but it's just because like nothing's, it's not going <laughs> to, it's not going to go well. It's not going to do what we want it to. 
I've never even seen a soft dick. If a soft dick enters my vicinity, it immediately oh. becomes a fucking Eiffel Tower. I don't even know what that looks like, so I can I can soft imagine. Soft dicks are absolutely horrendous. Um, no, but I agree with you. It is. I I I have been in the. I think once you get to our age, you're like it's more intuitive. It's less like, what's happening to my vagina? It's not getting wet. And more like an hour and a half before you're like, I'm going to cancel plans with this guy. There's no fucking way, you know? Whereas when I was younger, it was like them just like spitting in their hand and putting on their dick, spitting in their hand and being like, I hate your personality. Like, why am I under you? Oh, the spitting. Oh, I fucking, the last dude I dated would do this thing where right before he would enter, he would spit a perfect stream down onto his dick. And it was the hottest thing I have ever seen in my fucking life. And I can't, I think about it all the time. Do you know what I'm saying? Like would spit up. I know what you're saying. I would say, pack it up, buddy. We're done here. Yeah. Dude, I know. For all, I mean, I totally should feel that way, but there was something about it that is just... I, I like, lick my own hand. Yeah. I don't know. There's, I, I, my favorite thing is when a dude hawks a loogie into their hand and is like, I'm going to throw that in you, bitch. Throw a little fucking salt in this recipe. That does, that does line up with uh, everything I know about you, Jordan. Right. That I'm a fucking rodent animal? I don't know. That I, For some reason, a guy, a guy spitting on his own shit like a power or on your thing. shit. But if I spit on their dick, I'm like, yeah, you like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, I think it's I a difference like between a good... good. Yeah. It's like a who wants to be... It's like, would you rather be the bad girl or the good girl? You know what I mean? I think mm. it's like that dynamic. I'm like the good girl, and this guy's like, you're a good girl, so I'll do this for you. Whereas Maddie's like, I'm the bad girl. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's a, it's a power dynamic, which yeah. also is why I like blowjobs because it's power dynamic. It's like, oh yeah, let me. What well, I I'm about to. Let do me do my thing. Fun. Yeah. You right sit there. back and let me. I'm about to impress you. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, wow, yeah. I'm way more of a sub, so I'm way more like, do I put this in here? You know what I mean? I'm not like watch right. watch me swallow your cock. You know. Woof. Shouldn't say that on here. We're gonna get guys. Guys love blowjobs. I'm just gonna throw that out there. They love it so. <laughs> so easy. They love it so much. Like it's when you stupid. the minute you put your tongue on there, they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it's embarrassing. Sometimes they're like, "Well, sh- is this good for you?" Take a chill pill. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> dude it's it's like i don't know there's something about it that's like it's like they're it's sometimes i'm like this feels almost exploitative because you're just like a such an easy to please child but i also think you you have their penis in your mouth you look down at their feet their feet are just (laughs) there (laughs) (laughs) their toes are curling up and you're like ew dude like just just play it cool for a second and they're like my dick is in your mouth my dick is in your mouth and you're like is this the first time i also think that it's so disturbing i think that those dudes are dudes who are in love with you (laughs) what do you dude it could be a fucking hobo on the street who wants me dead and also also in love with you also in love with you (laughs) in particular that man the curling of the toes the curling on the toes is the most disturbing thing. If there is one thing to turn me off, it is exactly that. Is really? That, is it, I like that. Dude, 
<laughs> no. There's a dick in my mouth, and I looked out, and their toes are splaying. Why? <laughs> That's so funny. I really like that. I think because no, I do. Wait. Yeah, I really like it. Oh my god, it makes me want to be. It makes me immediately be like, I'm my mom. I'm a lesbian. I'm 100 percent a lesbian. I'm like, I don't what do you have? I know they're split, they're like cats <laughs> needing a knit blanket. <laughs> I, I find it to be so incredibly unattractive. I don't know what I want. You know what I want? Sneakers covering it, and I want them to be still. But if I if I see if I see no, the like, big. The big toe separate from its mates in any direction. I am fucking I agree. dry as a desert. Even just looking at the feet sitting there, they got the bare legs and then the feet coming out. You're, you're like, you're. it's just all this. And then the hands are just lying there and they're like, they touch your head for like three seconds and then their hands go back to like, oh. Wait, then what about blowjobs do you like? You've just named pretty much all of the parts of blowjobs and said that you hate them. I'm pretty much covering it. I will say there is nothing less attractive to me. I I have given blowjobs to dudes who sit back and they're like kind of doing it in this like, yeah, bitch. And they're like holding the back of your hair and they still are wearing their like Nikes or whatever and their pants are pulled right. down and it's like abuse almost. And I'm like, okay, this I can get down with. But when it's like- Yeah, that I hate. Oh my god! That's the only thing I can stand. The idea Chloe of being like, likes the erotic, like softcore kind of stuff. Absolutely, Jordan likes a pimp. Jordan wants a pimp. Yes, I want a pimp to be like you swallow this dick. I I am not anti shove my head down. I am pro shove my head down. I am anti if I hear any of this. Ah. Uh, I will fucking, I will run my truck to your fucking house. I cannot stand the whimpering, the toes playing. I can't stand like any sort of like jerking, like any sort of like, oh, is Right, but again, so again, that is because, so Maddie to me is the confusing one here because Jordan <laughs> is much more subby. And so that makes sense why, like, to me, it like all tra- everything Jordan is saying tracks perfectly. Mm. Maddie is the confusing one. <laughs> because- no, I didn't say that I love giving head. I say I do it as a favor. Oh, okay, 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 it's, okay. It's to get ten minutes. We're done for the week. That's- okay. Okay. okay, Maddie. If you walk into a room and <laughs> I one like guy, I like it as a mechanism for that makes sense. That makes sense. That's- that makes sense. You okay, don't okay. want to have sex, and you like it. Yeah, that it can get you out of that. That's what you like yeah. about it. That's, yeah, that's what I like about it. Do I like you- having a dick in my throat? I'm going to say no. There we go. There we go. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Chloe you, likes that. Yeah, this all tracks. <laughs> you like that you can provide equal satisfaction to a man and love and compassion without having to do anything but suck in the dick. Without which I agree having with. to even take my pants off. But if you walked into a room and there was one guy who was like laying flat in the bed and he was like, hey, <laughs> completely naked, okay, had like a glass of water next to him. <laughs> Or, or, what? or another dude who was like sitting in a chair and was like, oh, what's up? And just like undid his buckle, his like belt right. buckle really quick and was like, which dick would you suck? The second one, because I don't want to yeah. see a guy naked with a glass of water next to him. Something about the male naked form is just absolutely horrendous to me. The butt, the balls, the gooch, plus the upper thighs. Oh. <laughs> You might be gay, Maddie. I mean, you might, like, I hear you. I hear you. But also, 
Have you seen, what about um, like a strong muscular man? Yes, I, I get I get turned on by that. Okay, okay. So you're just talking about like weak, you know. The, yeah, you're the, just talking but about But even weird. the muscular strong guys with the, when they, I the just toes. feel like the male figure. The yeah. curl, if a muscular strong guy curled his toes during, I would say, get out. And you're weaker than I thought. How yeah, I would say get out and go call your boyfriend, dude. I would be so <laughs> hostile. <laughs> Maddie, how do you feel about the naked female figure? I think it. I think it's beautiful for what I is. What it, I almost said, what I is, what mm-hmm. it is. But I'm not interested. Like I. Like what about a woman laying naked in a bed with a glass of water and like the I top think of the a thigh and vagina. Uh, to me, that. Uh, oh, to me, that sounds more like a Renaissance painting. Yeah, like I the think guy, you ladies don't like naked people. <laughs> I don't. I and I'm not very comfortable with being I fucking naked. Hate naked. People. If I'm. If I'm home naked, I need to put on clothes. I'm not someone who's like, when I'm home, I'm naked. No, I'm That's not. That's so funny. I, I'm naked I all the fucking time. I sleep in a bra. I put a bra on after the shower. I wear a wife beater to bed and underwear every night. I have to wake up and I'm look like fucking Hillary Swank in Million Dollar <laughs> Baby or else I'm going to... There's no naked butt roaming around. No. No. Absolutely. If I go into one of my friends' houses and they're like, oh, sorry, like, I'm naked, I would be like, oh, I'm going to go home immediately, yeah. and you should think about what you've done. I am, Wait, yeah, I'm, number. What if, Jordan, what if I changed around you? I've changed around you. When we clothing swap, I, I was, yeah. But I think that's were, fine, but, like, so, like, walking around naked. If you, if I went over to your house, remember what Jeff was saying about his parents? There would be none of that. If I went well, over to your also, house. that's extreme. Yeah, that's extreme. But if I went over to your house and me and if me and you rented a beach house and it was just us girls, and you insisted on walking around naked, I would leave with a slight amount of animosity towards you. Sure, but I yes, and that <laughs> like walking around no clothes, I walk around no clothes myself and around Jeff a lot. But like yes, I don't. Do, wow. I would, yeah, I wear underwear and a bra. Yeah. Around because, but anybody looking at my naked butt is my worst nightmare. Yeah, no. You can look, I could be wearing shorts and no top or, you know, whatever, or it could be one or the other. It could be Pooh Bear or no, but I, full nudity is chaos. Why do you think I'm getting tattoos that slowly cover my body? Absolute chaos. I think the difference between us and Chloe is Chloe likes herself and we don't. (laughs) I think that's really it. Because being naked is like, yeah, I like myself. My, the fact that I can't even expose myself to my lamp, my naked body, is means oh. I hate myself. There's no fun time where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll take like a like a nude, and now that nobody's here, and it's oh yeah, I take nudes constantly. Yeah, the more and alone I don't send I am, it to anybody. The more clothes I'm wearing. That's so funny. Me and yeah, Maddie also probably. <clears throat> have only eaten like a piece of celery today like we just have body shit you know what i mean and like the, the only reason i take pictures of myself nude is to see if i'm getting skinnier it's purely yeah, functional it's not as it's like me standing like that painting by da vinci with the you know, oh the vitruvian <laughs> man a thousand percent or i take a video of me just yes. doing a freaky circle where i turn around slowly and then i'll pause when it's my butt facing just to be like, all right, what if I like don't have my feet totally. necessarily turned the right direction? What does that In look there. like? It's never like, it's no. always like. <laughs> <laughs> and I, whereas I sent Jordan three days ago, a, a screenshot of like 
probably 12 photos that I had taken of myself that all looked basically exactly the same. And I was wearing just like a very revealing bra or tank top. And, uh, and I was like, I I don't think I can post these because I think they're too like boob forward. And they were very boob forward. Uh, And I yeah, mean, and I just I like keep never, them for fun. I'll post a picture where you can kind of see that I look hot, but there's, there's no, I, I'm like I wear like full body clothing a hundred percent of the time unless there's I'm no. dressed like a, yeah. But I think it is like, yeah, my body is a secret shameful thing that only that only only comes out with people who are highly only. trusted in a, in a very curated only. way. There's I need no, your like, social security. <laughs> If somebody like if somebody like opens the bathroom door when I'm showering, I will do like a Houdini backflip out the window down the side of the building and disappear into a clothing store while emerge wearing a park. Literally. Like, there's okay. no like oops, it's like you oh. fucking get out of here. It's <laughs> <laughs> this Be is, fucking uh... too. <laughs> Yeah, this I don't is know how to. I don't know if there's any improving from here, but this is one difference we're seeing is Chloe is comfortable with herself, and we are. That's I've thought about people like walking in on me while I was like pooping because you know there are girls who like post photos of themselves in the yeah. bathroom. I'm like, if somebody walked in while I was pooping, I would flush myself down the toilet. I would. I would figure out a way to disappear without leaving through the bathroom. And if it was my boyfriend in my own apartment, I would move to a different state. <laughs> I would, I, yeah, I've even thought about like, what if I died and I was like naked and somebody had to like take my naked body out of there. <laughs> I've been like, how could I, I've been embarrassed for my dead like the idea of my totally oh my god i thought that too i've also thought (laughs) while i'm in the changing room at you know the gap oh my god i'm so sorry you guys have to see this to the security cameras i've thought it all (laughs) (laughs) it's not good do i not good do either of you go to therapy yeah no Uh, <laughs> I know the answer to that. To have sex um, with men who see us naked? No. <laughs> no, no I, I, I also know the answer to that. Um, no, uh, like, ever have to change in a, in a gym locker room? It's towel around, around slide the underwear Ta- down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You put the bra on over the towel and then let the towel slip out underneath. Sure, but that's, but even that, but even, like, bra... Or I'll take the clothes into the bathroom stall and put them on. Yeah. For, dude, when I went to yoga, I would go into the shower and yeah. then I would take a shower and then you get out and somebody else was waiting to go in and I'd be like, right. one sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. And yes. I'd get my clothes and bring it in. And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, I'm sorry. You can't totally. see my fucking butt. Meanwhile, in the gym, <laughs> there's women, there's obese women, there's skinny women, there's old women out, tits out, bush out, no bush out. sauntering around equinox don't give a fuck putting opening their lips to put keel's body lotion on their fucking legs on their tits and i'm like uh, in a full canada goose like hey can i squeeze by you (laughs) meanwhile no No, i would never (laughs) 
Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, me in a changing room is like me in a Charlie Chaplin film. Like, as soon as my <laughs> pants come off, like, a fucking, the locker opens to cover my, you know what I mean? And then, like, as soon as that, somebody comes in and slams that door and, like, magically a fucking, you know, <laughs> foot comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's a literally a magic show. Naked lady behind the towel. The towel rips off the t-shirts on. The, the towel, the the rugby changing, the like putting wrapping the towel around and putting my yes. over the puppy over towel, the towel. As if that looks any more normal than my shitty body. It's so crazy. I'm with grown women in the locker room with a bra over my towel. And for what reason? We need, well, Chloe, you, you should have a desensitization, desensitization training camp where you force yeah. women to get naked. How do you do it? I mean, did you walk, did your mom walk around naked? Uh, no, but like I've seen my mom naked. Like we'll like change it in front of each other if we're like talking or whatever. Um, oh yeah, me and my mom would never. But she wasn't like a walk around <laughs> naked, but... No, I remember, yeah. I, I, I mean, I have, like, one specific experience where I was like, oh, it's okay to be naked, and it was after college. Um, I wish it had happened during college, but I was sharing a hotel room with one of my very good friends, um, and she, who, who I, like, didn't, it, we, like, lived in different places. Yeah. So I didn't see her super regularly, and uh, I was sharing a hotel room, to, we were judging the college speech and debate national tournament, and... Um, Nerd. She loser. just like walked around a uh, loser who likes herself. So she just like walked around yeah, in yeah. a hotel room and um, uh, yeah, she just like took off her clothes foot like, you know, down to bare skin and she wasn't like walking around naked. I, I think she was just changing. I think it was just... It wasn't flaunty. It was just like, oh, shit. She just... No, but it just was like, oh, two, we were, like, in the middle of a conversation, and she started taking her clothes off and, like, down to fully naked, and then was, like, figuring out what clothes she was going to wear and then put her clothes on. It wasn't, like, it was, like, not performative. Yeah. It was not... But it just was, See, like... See, I would have seen her and been, like, you performative-ass bitch. Like, you fucking yeah. think you're so hot, but no, I see but you wouldn't have. Like, no, but, but you wouldn't have. Like, no, but I would have because I'm mentally ill. No, but I'm, but I'm saying you right. wouldn't have because you are a normal judge of character. Like, you are an accurate judge of character, and so if you were okay. around me like that, you would be like, oh, yeah, she wasn't being performative. Maybe you would turn all of that anger in on yourself and yes, be like, yes. I can't fucking do that. But you wouldn't would do that about her because you understand, like, that's why I had this experience with her. I've been yeah. around people who are naked where it feels performative and it feels weird. And that, yeah. and I had had those experiences before this one. And then with this one, with my friend, she, and it was like, she didn't turn away from me while she's, you know, she just is facing me and is taking off her bra and is taking off her underwear. And like, I know what her bush looks like and I know what her nipples look like. And like, oh, and that's fine. And we're just continuing to have the same conversation and it's fine. Yeah, And that I remember being like, oh, you can just be naked in front of people and it's okay. And that, I, that was like a very transformative experience for me. Um, yeah, my, I had like lesbian, my mom's, my dad was naked all the time. We were like, put your fucking dick away, you creep. But with my mom, it was like, she's gay and has all these like hot young women and word girls. So we're not going to get naked. And she'd be like, I'm not getting naked. It was very like, right. get, no, it was, yeah, it was it, yeah. super... Everything was all sexualized with my family, too, where they were just, like, with all these, like, million partners. So it was definitely, like, 
naked, the naked girls are the ones who come to bang my parents. I am going to be covered, fully covered yeah, at all times. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And now, uh, no, and there would be times in college where I'd like, you know, be like, you know what? I should just like be, you know, love my body, be naked. But it stuck for, I mean, I would try it for like three and a half minutes yeah. before I would like just be like, all right, this is just cumbersome at this point. I mean, this is, yeah. feels like I'm wearing more clothes than. Right. Yeah. But there's never been a time, there's never been a time that I have consistently been naked around a partner. Like, never. I mean, if it's a, it, if I'm dating somebody for two years, there will be one time where they see me head to toe naked. Oh, and it, and they will be like, oh, that's what this is. And then I will disintegrate into ash and rage all over them for just not being like, and I'm drooling with love and affection towards you. Literally. If they're like, hey, you're naked. I'm like, no, now we're both dead. And then I sl- cut both of our throats. <laughs> um, well, okay. I we're at 3.30. I we have to go. Yeah. Well, what a, um, what a riveting convo. <laughs> dude, that's the, that's the podcast. It's a self-hate podcast. Um, Chloe, you're, you're not a good fit. I know, I, I know, I was the wrong, I was the wrong guest. That's, you started no, off it's good, good with the with how you are feel like you should be more on Twitter, but you love your body too much for us. We don't, we're not a good fit. I don't even, and I don't even think I love way. my body that much. You got what? a great body. That's another <laughs> thing. You got big tits, beautiful, beautiful ass. You got a flat yeah. belly. You got a beautiful body. Yeah. That's the thing. Me I and do. Maddie have night have boy boy slash women bodies that we're both trying to make you, into both of you. Also, and, and both no, of you are much thinner than me. Like, that is the reality. We got the mixed bodies, though. I'm we have mixed bodies. Be, and then I got a paunchy stomach. I wish I had a full feminine or full yeah. male. It's make me a boy or make me a girl. But th- whatever, <laughs> this boy with tits is fucking weird as hell out here. <laughs> Which is funny That's because is. all you've ever said, all you've ever said is that you want to just look as androgynous as possible. That's what and I so, want. That's what I want. So, she's, so boy with tits is exactly what you, like, but boy get with the tits, tits out of here. Get them out. Get the, the butt. And the, the, the squishy Renaissance woman's stomach for me. Get it out. Uh, yeah, mine's, like, like, mine's the, like, arms that are, like, soft Renaissance lady arms where they're, like, you know, a fucking fruit bowl. It's like a Greek, it's like a goddess thing that I'm, like, dude, I can't. Be, I can't have these like giant hoodies and then I take them off and I have like a lobby matron mom that like hangs down like a fucking cloak. Fucking, I hate that shit. It needs to be all or nothing. I want to be a all moon or goddess or a fucking stick bum. I want to be a moon goddess. I want to be, I want to be a stick bum or Lizzo. No in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do agree. Yeah. Maybe we just need to get top surgery, Maddie. I honestly cut him off right now. Cut I don't give a fuck. Bitches off. I'll cut off. off myself. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway, well, that's sorry, Chloe. I think we said too much. No, uh, nothing you said is surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we're just on very unwell. I just um, don't know to respond to it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's bad. no, no, no. I just don't have anything. <laughs> There's we no fixing. Help. There's no fixing. Um, you can, yes. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> Girls and you come on flat bottom 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 girls and you come on flat bottom